Hello and welcome to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we'll be uh, continuing with our retrospective of Season 4, and this week it's the turn of silence in the library. Uh, but first, a little bit of news, and there's not a lot this week, is there? I was say, a little bit being the, the yeah, right the, the, the key words there, yes, the key words. Um, well, to kick off, there was another um, publicity photo released of Matt Smith and Jenna Louise Coleman, uh, which... Looks identical to the previous publicity photographs released. There's, yes. Yes. Um, there's, there's, there's a set being, if they keep releasing them every day, we might actually be able to just do a little flicker book through that it's actually a moving picture. <laughs> of them reading that script. <laughs> yeah, they've, um, mm, yeah, there's not really much more you can say about that, really, is there? No. No. Uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll swiftly move on from that. <laughs> Um, yeah, actually, t- talking about Smith, actually, this weekend uh, there was the eleventh hour convention um, up in Birmingham, yes. which Matt Smith was at. And judging by all the uh, all the tweets that are coming, everyone had a fantastic time. Yes, um, except by the sounds of things, everyone sort of got up close and personal uh, to all the uh, the stars attending. Which... Yeah, it does, it does sound like it's been quite an informal event, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I was about to say it sounds like a proper convention. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, I say we we've only got our own experiences to draw on here from the official one uh, back in March in Cardiff, which was run by the BBC. And as we we sort of said, it was probably more of an expo, yeah, rather than a than a convention. And from and we just had to get everyone else's experiences of what a convention's like. Um, and this pretty much sounds like exactly what it is. You you sort of get up close and personal. Um, you you really do mingle with other fans, and it just sounds like it sounds like a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so uh, that, that's uh, hopefully next time we'll be able to make it. Yeah, so uh, there we go. Okay, actually talking of uh, Cardiff, uh, the Doctor Who Experience tickets have now gone on sale for for this new venue down in uh, in Cardiff Bay. So um, yeah, they're all on sale now, and don't forget it doesn't actually open until Friday the twentieth of July. Yeah, and time for the summer holidays. Yes, indeed, indeed. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be absolutely jam packed, I reckon. Yeah, well, hopefully. Yeah, keep it going and whatever. Well, it's going to be there for the next five years. Yeah. So they reckon. So um, by the sound of it, they're going to keep sort of rotating the props around as as they get released, basically. So I'm, I'm assuming after the seventh series is, is finished airing. There'll be loads more props put in there, so yeah. it, it, there's not got far to take them. Well, no, exactly, um, and I don't know. Maybe it make it worthwhile at least going at least once a year for the next five years. Well, that's, it will be. I mean, if, if they do, if they do do a convention every year down there, yeah, it will then be something else that you you probably would take into as the other day of the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a thing. They will. I mean, they're definitely doing a convention next year. They said as much to us when we when we were there this year. Yeah, uh, well, they've got to. It's the fiftieth. Uh, whether they continue after that, who knows? Yeah, but I, mean, I, that, I reckon. That would be the... Yeah, I reckon they will. I do. I re- really do reckon that they'll, they'll continue beyond next year. What's going to be more interesting is, is whether they can just keep it to the current series. If they if it's going to be an ongoing thing, or whether they are going to have to then go back and. 
Well, I think they should look around and see what other conventions do. Yeah. Really. Um, I suppose you could say it, what they did, what the BBC did was unique. You know, yeah. you know that this certainly I mean, has, they, there wasn't another convention like it, was it? And, and people that yeah. no one else has. Yeah. Well, apart from now, um, they, they said this. That the, you know, their their tagline for that whole convention was "Nobody gets you closer." Yeah. Um, which wasn't strictly true. I mean, the fact the fact of what they can do is they can guarantee people are going to be there. Yeah, that's it. Um, Effectively, because yeah. they've got them under contract. Yeah, I mean, I understand Alex, Alex Kingston pulled out of eleventh hour this weekend. Yeah. Um, so it was at the eleventh fair. Yeah, literally at eleventh fair. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so it's left down to down to Matt Smith and um, oh, I've forgotten the name. The, 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 I've forgotten the actress's name. That's terrible. Neve uh, McIntosh. No, not Neve McIntosh. I was thinking of Madame Kavarian. Oh right. Oh. Um... Oh, that's got a but I see her face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got no name for. Actors, you know that. No, I've got. I leave that to you. Usually, I do this every week. As soon as I'm put on the spot, I, I forget. <laughs> oh well, it will come back to me later. Yeah, I didn't know uh, Neve McIntosh was going to be there. Yeah, actually. So that was. Uh, yeah, so that was that. That, that sounded really good. Everyone said they got you know lots of autographs and photo opportunities, and you know it sounded really good. Yeah. So hopefully next year. Hopefully next year. Uh, well, we've got Galley to come first. Yeah, that's uh, that's the one we're looking forward to the most at the moment. Um, okay, a little bit of DVD news. Um, now, a few weeks ago, we um, mentioned that Planet of the Giants was getting a DVD release uh, with uh, animation making up uh, the, the missing episodes and some newly recorded uh, dialogue as well. Yes. Uh, but yes, now this week, however, uh, the BBFC, or the British Board of Film Classification, given their, their full name, have... Uh, Past the extras for this uh, upcoming DVD, so um, no details what the extras are. I will give you is the is the, uh, is the titles. Uh, the first one is Doctor Who Crisis, uh, Doctor Who: The Urge to Live. Uh, next one is called Re- Rediscovering the Urge to Live. This is what they're doing a revisitation on on that particular yeah. extra already. Uh, another one called Suddenly Susan, uh, The Lambert Tapes, uh, The Doctor, and The Planet of the Giants Photo Gallery. And the uh, commentary uh, is being supplied by Clive Doig, Brian Hodgson, Sonia Markham, and David Tilley. Mm. So, but at the moment, still no uh, no news of when it's actually going to be released. So, as uh, soon as we know, we'll uh, we'll tell you. I still find it odd that they've gone and done that though. Something that they could release without spending money on animation. Hmm. When they have other episodes, other series that are incomplete, in they actually can't be shown at all. Yeah, there's they haven't yet. Yeah, well, this this leads me on to the next little bit Which, of yeah. Um, yeah, oh, nicely done. Yeah, this this is go- so. this is radio gold, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Brian Hodgson, who we just uh, just spoken about, um, he's done a commentary uh, for the Moonbase. Which, if those of you who don't know, the Moonbase is a Patrick Troughton story, which is um, incomplete. Episodes one and three are currently missing. Now, what's not uh, currently known is whether this is a Lost in Time revisitations type box set they're going for here, uh, or um, if they've actually animated episodes one and three. It would seem slightly odd to be 
revisiting the Lost in Time box set. I know mm. they've got two more now they can add to it. Yeah. But you feel, well, you know, what more can you really do with those, with odd episodes? And it does seem to me that if you can, if they can create a, a full series with animation, then surely that's the way to go. Well, I understand it's, it's quite an expensive, um, expensive process. And but that's, that's what gets you know. me about why have they done it with... Um, Giants one because it seems to be a yeah, bit I'd... of something that is nice that they've done it and it's going to be good to see it in the, the four episodes it's meant to be rather than the three it was cut down to Yeah, but it's something that could have been left till, till last. later and the money spent on actually producing a series a four, you know a, a full series of something that isn't full at the moment yeah, I, I mean, I can't be watched. Well, yeah, that's it. Um, I think people would be more sort of excited if they, if they sort of animated the last episode of the Tenth Planet, for argument's sake. Yeah, you know, just something that you know you've got three complete episodes there. Um, okay, yeah, they'll, they'll clean the picture up as as normal, and then just animate. You've only got one episode to animate there, and that to me that just sounds. I mean, obviously, we we don't understand the. What goes on to make these DVDs and um, and so and so forth? But it, to me, it just makes more sense. You give someone a, a story everyone's crying out for on DVD. I wonder if there's anything about rights, and do they have to get rights if they're going to animate something? And do actors have to, if they're still alive, have to give their permission? Well, for their uh, trade as a for their, their image, yeah, their likeness, yeah. yeah. Um, don't know. I don't know if, if those sort of um, those sort of contracts were drawn up back then. No, no idea. Absolutely no, no. idea. But, uh, well, I think about the invasion one from the commentaries that it sounded as if they hadn't seen. In some cases, they hadn't seen how they their pictures. Some of the actors hadn't seen how they was drawn mm. until they was actually watching it for the commentary. So it doesn't particularly sound like they have to do that. No, that's right. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But uh, well, actually, um, another sort of DVD release. I think. Well, I'm certainly waiting. I can't wait for is the Masters of Death. Um, now, apparently, there's going to be an announcement made about that in the next week or so, which sounds uh, quite interesting. I hope. Hopefully, it's, it's a release date. Yeah, seems odd to be giving an announcement on a release date, but they yeah giving forward and forward notice of an announcement of a release date seems to be. Yeah, a little bit bit strange, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, well, oh well. Any news is good news, I think. When it uh, yes, when it comes to <laughs> the announcement is we've given up. We're not releasing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be about right, wouldn't it? Christ. Um, yeah, uh, but, but the other thing as well, the DVD uh, cover just recently completed as well. Um, so it's been submitted to uh, the guys at. Uh, Classic Doctor Who, so um, we'll look forward to seeing that. Maybe, maybe that's what the announcement's going. Maybe it's just going to be the release of the uh, of the DVD cover. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, now, uh, another another quick little bit of uh, little announcement. G Marshall's awarded an OBE this week. Hooray! Yes. Um, now, those who don't know, G Marsh, uh, she's appeared three times in Doctor Who. Um, firstly, in the Crusade. As uh, Joanna, uh, then as Sarah Kingdom in the Daleks' Master Plan, and also as Morgane in uh, Battlefield. 
as yes. well. And that's always also forget she was also married to John Pertwee for five years. Yes. Yes. So uh, congratulations to her. That's a, that's another uh, another Who actor being recognised by Her Majesty. Did you take your forelock as I said that? Yes. Yes. Good. And um, uh, it's nice that we've actually got through a few weeks without actually having to go through an obituary, isn't it? Really, it is actually. Yeah. Um, I understand she's not she's, she's not been well though, has she, Jean Marsh? I, Perhaps by the time this is this is released, we have to put. An oh God, no! Oh, that'd be terrible. That'd no, be terrible. No. Uh, no, apparently she had she had a, a stroke or something. So right. um, so I understand. So, um, but congratulations and get well soon as well. Yes. Um, now the final bit of news. Um, there's a another. Well, there's more big finish special offers. That's it. So I can say that they continue for this throughout this month. Um, right. oh. oh, perhaps we should get some then. Yes, yes. Our, in continu- our, our continuing thing. Yes, in our regular series, we really must listen to some big finish. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Now they're releasing um, one of the companion chronicles, which of for the uh, Jaguar Lightfoot series. Yes. Okay. So it's uh, the Mahogany Murderers. Okay, so and, the and com- I must admit I'm interested in that. I, I would be interested in that, but I suspect that come next week, if you ask me if I bought it, the answer will be no. No, indeed, indeed. Um, now this also uh, will also have the first complete series of their adventures. Uh, they will be reduced, um, available at a reduced price um, between now and the 18th of June, which is tomorrow. So right. I, I better get this out. To, I better get this out tonight, then, don't I? <laughs> I was going to say, which was between, yeah, which was between yesterday and yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Um, now uh, there's another couple of stories. There's um, the Nightmare Fair, the Magic Mouse Trap, and Companion Chronicles Solitaire. Uh, they're available separately, or as in, in a special uh, bundle, and you get a deal on that as well. Um, now that's available since yesterday from 6 p.m. through to 8 a.m. on the 20th of June. Right. Um, now next one, talking to Sarah Kingdom, um, she's the focus of the the next um, three stories up here: the Home Truths, the Drowned World, and the Guardian of the Solar System. Uh, they'll be available from 6 p.m. on the 19th of June uh, till the 8 a.m. on the 22nd of June. Okay, and then finally. Uh, seeing out the rest of this month, you have Doctor Who Short Trips, Volumes 1, 2, 3 and 4. Uh, they'll be on special offer between uh, at 6pm on the 25th of June to 8am to the 28th of June. So, yeah. there's quite so, a few there, actually. Yeah. Uh, I think, especially if you're into the... Uh, com- it seems to be they're releasing a lot of the companion stuff this time. Yeah. So, um, so if you're interested in that, head on over to Big Finish. There we go. So um, one day we might. One day we might. Yes, I have. I have done. I, I think I've, I've purchased a few more than you have. <laughs> it's just I've, what, I've, what I've bought and listened to. I've really enjoyed. So I just need to. Uh, yeah, I mean stuff I've listened to of theirs. Well, I've enjoyed. It's just I haven't really ever got round to to buying it. No, that's it. I think once we've um, once we run out of TV stuff to talk about, I think we'll have to yes. uh, dip our toes into yes. the big finish waters. Saving it for then. Yes. Um, and now I've I've got I've got loads of Doctor Who books to read as well, so we could also do that as well. Once once we run out, that'll be different yes. book reviews. That'd be that'd be something different. Yes. Yes. Okay. Right. Well, 
I think that just wraps up this uh, news item uh, for, for this week. So coming up is our uh, little retrospective of Science in the Library. So for another week then, that was the news. Okay, it's time to continue with our retrospective of Season 4. And as we said at the top of the show, this week it's the turn of Silence in the Library. How does the data call work? What's the principle? What's cow? Ask Mr Lux. Cal, what is it? Sorry, you didn't sign your personal experience contracts. Mr. Luxman, right now, you're in more danger than you've ever been in your whole life. And you're protecting a patent. I'm protecting my family's pride. Well, funny thing, Mr. Luxman, I don't want to see everyone in this room dead because some idiot thinks his pride is more important. So, what did you, uh, what did you think? Your turn this week. Yeah, um, it's sort of the one I've been looking forward to. Well, one one of the the first of the really looking forward to episodes of this series. Yep, definitely. Um, totally agree with that. From memory, the the one thing actually worried me was that I was actually watching it again today, and it wouldn't be that good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was. I thoroughly enjoyed it again. Yeah. Um, slightly because. I don't think you're actually ever going to enjoy it. Obviously, you'd never enjoy something as much as the first time you see it because of the you're starting to wait for stuff to happen. Hmm. But no, it, it's just, it is one of the, I think, better written episodes, certainly of this series, and one of the most enjoyable. D- definitely. Um, I was going to say, it's it just the, the opening scene. Uh, it, it's, you, you, with the black screen, you just hear Dr. Moon's voice. Yeah, and telling the little girl Cal to—we don't know her name's Cal yet—but telling her to open her eyes, and you just get that beautiful shot of the library. Yeah, um, and then you get her floating above it, and it looks absolutely fantastic. I think it's, yeah. like, it's such a beautiful opening shot to the to the story. It really is. Um, I mean, full marks to the mill for for putting that one together. Really, yeah, it, it, it looked absolutely beautiful. It really did. Yeah, they they did do that well with the 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 backdrop scenes, didn't they? On this, yeah, and used them reasonably sparingly. But when they did use them, it made the impact. Yeah, there's not a lot of CGI work uh, in this no. particular episode, but when it was used, it was used to the 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 best possible way it could be. It really was. Um, I just can't, I just can't describe how, how much I love that opening shot. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I really do. But I, I like I like the whole thing. Is in the opening episode, you don't really know what the hell's going on. Who is this little girl? How can she see into the library? What what is it to her? And yeah, and I do love the the mystery in this one. And you really don't know where it where it's going. Yeah, and it's just all the. Like when the the doctor and Donna will get there, then you've got another mystery of what. Why is there nobody in the library? Yeah, it starts you know. off asking questions, doesn't it? You get, yeah, you're about half the way in, and all you've been all that's happened is you've just been asked questions. There's been no answers at all. You're not quite sure what who anybody is. No, you, you certainly don't. You certainly don't. And what's course, happened? No, and what is going to happen? I mean, you get that the the, the little mystery with um, the doctor only picking up two human li- or, t- or two humanoid life forms, I should say, which is himself and Donna. Yeah. But then when he expands the parameters, 
was it one was it something like one hundred million billion or something? Was that the, the figure he came up with? Yes. Or some ridiculous. Oh, actually, it stopped counting at that point. Yes, it, it flashed error on the screen, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so again, there's another mystery there. Then they speak to. Um, and you have the bit about well, it cut. What, what the books are alive? Yeah, and they're like you know, and they're going to reach for the book. Yeah, and they hear a voice, don't they? Hmm. Um, which I and again. The whole thing with the nodes as well, um, with the, playing back that message that's been edited, yeah. you know, run, for God's sake, run. And then you get the arg, slag, uh, like the people that, like the over recorded died. I just, I just thought that was, that was a great little joke there. Um, yeah. That he actually recorded that bit as well and tried to translate it. I thought that was really good. Yeah, and, it, and again, another mystery. Yeah. With that one. Um it's just it's just fantastic, and the way it keeps cutting back to the little girl and her um, her sort of I suppose you say her psychologist really, Doctor Moon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just thought it was really really well done. I really did. Um, even to the point where the where the cast expands, and we get our very very first uh, glimpse of River Song. Yes. Um, uh, and that started and just- another mystery. <laughs> yes. And you wonder now, watching that, how much did he know what he was going to do with that character? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I think it, there was a point that he had a future as such planned for her. But did he have who she eventually becomes already there? Well, I I, I looked up a few bits on... Um... Wikipedia. Now, obviously, yeah. they're, they're, it's not the the most accurate of uh, of uh, knowledge bases. Let's be perfectly yeah. honest. So, so just one step up from Tony. <laughs> well, let's put this. There might be a bit more of an element of truth to these uh, to these facts anyway than Tony's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Now, apparently, <laughs> he's done them really, doesn't he? Yeah, it's true. Uh, now, Stephen Moffat thought that the library was a, a good setting for Doctor Who. Uh, that wasn't. Um, in his words, it wasn't too exotic. Okay, so yeah. he said he created River Song to make uh, to make the the plot make more sense because he said he he wrote it so when he was writing. So the, the team of archaeologists would never um, they would have to trust the Doctor. Yeah, in some way, um, and the Doctor he said that the psychic paper um, couldn't explain that to or convince the team why he was there in this supposed shut down library there's been no one set foot in for hundreds of years so um he always intended for the doctor to know one of the archaeologists yeah and um, then the twist becomes obviously that it's yeah that knows him but he doesn't know them yeah yeah well he's he's, he's yes yeah, it that, that, was, that was the whole he sort of turned it on its head because he thought the idea was dull that the doctor would know the archaeologist he thought it'd be better if the, if the archaeologist knew him instead yeah um which is fine, but it doesn't really go into any more about whether he did actually have the whole a, the, a whole, the whole future planned. Or... Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Which well, would also... have to say he'd had to have written the. Well, he'd it, have to have known the companions for. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he he did have a, a some form of plot arc for her because um, she mentions that you know all their all her history to him, things that have, has actually happened to the Doctor yet. You know, yeah. they crashed the Byzantium. Um, and uh, the singing tales of um, the Rillium and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah it's, but it, um, it, what would have to then be the question is, when he wrote this, 
Yeah, I know it was announced just before, around the time of this coming out, that he was going to be taking over as the showrunner. Mm. But did he know when he wrote this that he was going to become the showrunner? I think, he, yeah, I think he did because he, you think he'd have to, wouldn't you? Because you, yeah. you can't, you can't build a plot yourself. You can't set yourself up a plot like that unless you know that you're going to be allowed to write it. And the only way you can be certain no. you're allowed to write it is if you know you're going to be the person effectively commissioning the stories. True. Well, I was going to say, I mean, he was when to introduce Captain Jack Harkness, wasn't he? But I don't know if it was his character. Wasn't it Russell T. Davis's character? And yeah. He just so. he yeah. just wrote the story the way, where he first appeared. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe you can interfere and a little bit. So he he hadn't used him. I hasn't thought about using him since. Ten no, he hasn't. Best, yeah. It's not really his character. No. But then again, he did he did ask for Jenny not to be killed off. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he. At that time, maybe thought of bringing. I don't. I don't, I don't know what what the order of filming was for this series. I don't know if the Science in the Library was filmed before uh, the Doctor's Daughter, yeah, um, or not. Wherever he had it in mind that he would. I mean, he may he may well know. have written this. Then he's seen the script for the Doctor's Daughter, mm. and actually, in his mind, how he tends to twist things, thought to himself, "Oh, brilliant! If they don't kill her." Then that that would fit in so well with all the rumours as to who River Song is. It just gives me some. It gives me another rumour that goes out there that I haven't even had to bother writing. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It could it be. It could just be purely that that was his thoughts on that. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it's it's fantastic that he's actually you know thought that far ahead. If that's the case. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, we're, we're sort of what, what detracted so from the story here, aren't we? So. Yeah, I know. Actually, but what I was just on this and rumours and that. Yeah. Interesting that all the wonder who all the people that at the time after this went out said, "Oh, I know who it is." How many of them are now could have could have guessed at all of the story? Seeing as she's obviously now the the daughter of two characters we didn't even know of at that time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I. There was some. There must be some pretty wild theories going around. Yeah, um, yeah, at that time. So I think wasn't it some of the? Oh, it was. You know, it was actually um, Jenny or something, or or it was somehow it was Donna, or it was all sorts of weird things about who River Song really was. Yeah, um, and as you say, nobody. I don't think anybody really guessed at the time that it was as you say the daughter of two characters we haven't met yet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was um, uh, yeah. Let me put it this way: it was River Song at that time. I didn't mind as a character. I thought it was an interesting thing to do, um, and sort of gave you a bit more mystery to the doc- not really to the Doctor's past, but the Doctor's future. Yeah, because um, it was a complete mystery to him as well. But as it went on, I grew a little bit. But bo- as I've already said in the past, and I grew a bit bored of River Song and her particular story. I think when when it's used sparingly, fine, but it just got a bit too much for me in the end. But hey ho, there you go. <laughs> anyway, getting back to this story. Yes, yes. Um, now, obviously, as you said, River Song turns up with all the archaeology team. Um, I thought Steve Pemberton was really good. Yes, as uh, he, he always does play those sort of um, those sort of characters rather well. To be honest, that, yeah. those those. Um, 
I kind of not sort of a, a, a sort of officious characters, but sort of slightly pompous. Sloppy, po- yeah, pompous. That's that's the exact word to describe. Yeah, pompous. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a young Arthur Lowe, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that that's that's the thought, isn't it? Dear oh dear, a young Captain Mannering. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was. Um, it was it's like that bit when um, the doctors sort of they sort of realised about all the. Um, what what the threat is the Vashta Narada, which we'll, we'll come on to in a minute, um, was when River tells him to put his helmet back on. Yeah. Um, so what, why is why don't you tell anyone else to put their helmets back on? So, so I don't fancy. So, 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 it's, it's only you yeah. I don't fancy, or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which I thought that was quite a good little nice little uh, put down towards his okay. character. I mean, effectively, by that stage, she's got where she's got him to fund where she wants to be. Yeah. And to take him, take her to where she wants to be, and now he's actually surplus to her needs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, it's so it's, she doesn't care what she's saying to him now. No, that's right. It's like the whole thing with the um, signing the the contract. Yeah, but she says to the doctor later on, "Why don't you sign the contract?" And he sort of, he sort of glares at it, so well, neither did I. Yeah. You know, sort of picking up. You know, sort of more so, I'm picking up all your bad habits here. So, yeah, it was. It was. She's very much sort of putting uh, Lux in his place afterwards. Um, but the the other characters, um, sort of proper Dave, other Dave. Um, Even that, actually, the fact that they are both called Dave, Dave and other Dave. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind that actually. I didn't mind that at all. Um, yeah. But then, and sort of sets out the pecking order of them as well, without having to go into any explanation. Yeah, that's it. Um, and poor Miss Evangelista as well. Yes. Um, I was sort of thinking was going to get some sort of. What I, I mean, when I first watched it, I thought she was going to sort of come good because nobody trusts because she they all think she's stupid, um, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, and when I first saw it, I didn't expect her to be killed off. Yeah, I really didn't. Um, because that sort of character usually usually gets some sort of form of uh, their, their chance in the in the sunshine, as it were. Yeah, but unfortunately, hers was in the shadows. It was yes, the complete opposite. Um, no, actually, this leads nicely onto um, actually before we get onto the Vashon Arada, I thought the scene um, with her with her data ghost, I, Evangelista data ghost. I thought that was very very. I thought it was quite moving actually. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I thought it was nicely acted, especially by um, uh, Catherine Tate. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she she really does excel in those sort of scenes. Anyone see, see, sort of thinks of Catherine Tate, thinks of shouty, but she's actually very, very good at doing emotional scenes as well. Yeah, she does bring the human element to it, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah, very much yeah. so. Um, and apparently, wasn't that um, <clears throat> that scene had to be extended because it was underrunning. It wasn't meant to be that long. Oh, really? I didn't uh, know that. Where'd you read that? Um, I think it was actually part of the commentary. Oh, right. I, I, said, I haven't listened to any of the commentaries yet. And apparently it's still underrun by two minutes or something, the programme. But oh, wow. He had to actually go back and write various other bits. Mm. And by that stage when they realised it was underrunning, there wasn't that much left to be filmed. So he actually actually extended that. Oh, that's the that's a nice bit of uh, good fortune there, because that, that's a that's a nice little scene. Yeah, I really do like that scene. Um, yeah. I mean, and you 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 suspect <clears throat> it was only originally in there just to set up the fact that 
um, the voice could be used after the person has died. Yeah, for, uh, for the other scene of being when it actually takes over the yeah, or the poor, suit. yeah, poor old uh, proper Dave gets uh, yeah. chewed up inside his suit. Yeah, um, and again, I thought that that was really well um, well done. It must have been sort of bloody scary for you know for kids. Yeah, we just see the skull just sort of bang forward into the um, into the helmet. Yeah, that's not worth saying. You say every day, is it? But um, no. um, yeah, I, it must have been really, really yeah, scary for kids. Scary yes. for kids. Yeah, I thought it's and why it just sort of just follows after them, going, "Hey, who turned off the lights?" Yeah, all the time. Um, I, I thought it was fantastic. Um, but obviously. We've mentioned the death of Mr. Evangelista and um, and proper Dave. Obviously, we haven't discussed what what killed them. No, Ashton Yeah, yes. and there is actually the scene in that is if she died literally the minute she sat down on the chair, mm. which must have effectively happened. Yeah. Then, very odd that River Song then just goes actually and touches her while she's sitting there. You'd think they'd have stood back. From that, yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. But that, I, that was actually watching it. Next, watching it this time, I sort of picked. I don't, I don't know if I probably picked it up the first time. And the fact of reaching in to grab the um, well, at that time, obviously there was no yes. shadows there, so they they moved on because all the, the fresh meat was well, it'd been scoffed basically, hadn't it? Yeah. Um. So they they've moved on elsewhere. Uh. But I I, I don't know. I, I think we can forgive them. Yes. Forgive them that one. Um, if that's the that's the main plot point you that you find. didn't like. Yeah, it must yeah. be a bloody good episode then. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Now, um, the Vashnarada. I. What, what do you think of them as a as an effective Doctor Who monster? Um, yeah, it, it's it's another one of Stephen Moffat's everyday things. Being take yeah take the to... yeah take the mundane. Yeah, and and make it so, something so we evil. Had it, yeah. We had it with statues, and now we've got it with the dark. Yeah, I know the shadows. Stay out of the shadows. For so yeah. don't, don't blink. And now you've got you know, stay out of the shadows. Uh, yeah, brilliant. And, it's, and 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 for kids, it is it is a scary thing because it's yeah. now something that is well, so, you've got it in your own house. Yeah, it's it's just that thing that they have to make it somehow physical. That's why you've got the you know the. Then walking around in an animated suit, basically, yes. uh, which is fair enough. It, it, that works as well. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, to get the, the the chase element into the story. Um, but it is, and it's the best actually, part actually is, is when they realise first of all that proper Dave has got two shadows. Sh- yeah, and that is the the best scene in it completely. Is the fact that oh dear, it's already too late for you. Yeah. I just thought it was absolutely marvellous, absolutely marvellous. It, it must have, um, it must have made kids sit on the edge of their seats. Yeah, and for once there was not a lot of music used in that scene either. No, because usually it gets a little bit too loud. But it was, it was actually they sort of kept the volume down the music on on that particular scene, so it it, it worked better. Just allow yeah. the dialogue to come through. You don't have to drown everything out of music all the time, you know. And for once, they just let the dialogue come through, and it was great. It was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, 
Yeah, I just think... And where, where the setting of a library works as well, because it could be very claustrophobic, because it's all small little corridors, it's... Yeah. It's rooms within... Rooms upon rooms and high walls and all that, isn't it? So it's yeah. very... It does work really well. Oh, it does. Um, now, obviously, um, whilst before... Well, this is this happens. Um, the doctors try to teleport Donna back to the TARDIS. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was quite um, eerie as well when she sort of started to teleport and then it all went wrong. She started screaming and then disappeared. And I thought that was yeah. qu- actually quite unnerving, to be honest. Yeah. And it was totally unexpected as well. And again, sort of what, what the hell has happened here? And then you see Donna's face on the node. Yeah, at the very end, um, and you think, "Wow, what 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 has what has just happened?" Yeah, on the basis you've been told that it's the dead that yeah donate their face. Yeah, um, and that's a very original idea of doing that. But it's a very I thought that I just found the whole idea of the nodes a bloody creepy, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> you know they're looking at sort of, you know dead people's faces. Um, yeah, I just thought it was. Very, very as eerie as sort of the you know the Vashnarada itself. Yeah, and then you get and that's then you go back to the girl who actually was very good, I thought. Yeah, in this and with the psychologist, and when he sits her down just as he's leaving without the father there and says, "No, this is this isn't reality. Your nightmares are the reality." Yeah, this is all actually happening. Um, yeah, yeah, and. Um, I mean, again, because at that stage you're still not quite sure as to is she just is there some sort of link between her and the the library in terms of you know? Well, you try to are these, yeah. are these just nightmares to her? Yeah, it's just that whole you sort of um, trying to sort of put two and two together because you've got the um, the security camera yeah thing where she shuts her eyes and and it drops it drops. Um, so you're sort of thinking there that the two are linked some way, but how? Yeah. At this particular point, you don't know how. And I just, I just like the, I, just, I just love the mystery surrounding it. Yeah, I really do. Um, and it ends on a really, really good cliffhanger. You know, they're being chased by uh, the the animated corpse of proper Dave, and you've got basically they're dead, running to the shadows. But yeah, running to the shadows. You've got dead Donna's face on the nose, just going, you know. Uh, or whatever the hell it was, Donald Noble's left the building. Donald Noble has been saved, you know, over and yeah. over again. So yeah, it's it's just a really, really everything's all happened at once, and that's a that's a proper cliffhanger. Yeah, because nobody no, really knows which way to to look. The doc doesn't really know what to do. Yeah, his best friends, as far as he's aware, has just been killed. Um, and everyone else is sort of thinking, oh, god, now that thing's back again. They've got to make a break break for it, you know. So. Everything's going on, and I think it's it's really really good, really good. Yeah, you've got yeah, you've got the thing where a the, the doctor is the one that knows what the enemy is, mm. but you've got him so totally off balance because he doesn't know who River Song is. No, it, he does not. The and fact the, that she knows him, yeah, um, he doesn't know her, and then you've got the thing with Donna at the end as well. He's completely off, as you say, completely yeah. off balance. Yeah, rather than being in total control, he just doesn't quite know what's going on. Yeah. He knows enough to know what the danger is, but not who on what's happening around him, who the people around him are. Yeah. Which actually really does set up this story. Yeah, I, I just think it's a really, really good, solid story. I really do. Um, 
It's just we we can't talk about the second part. <laughs> no, I mean I purposefully. I mean I I started almost started to watch it, and I thought no, I mustn't because I've got a. Well, I switched it off before it got to the next time trailer. Yeah, because I didn't even I didn't want it to influence what I was going to talk about today. Um, because I just I just I really just did want to talk about this episode only with, without getting too far yeah. ahead of myself. Yeah, because that way you lose track of what's been which episode as well. Anyway, yeah, that's right, that's right. So, uh, yeah, so that's pre- that's pretty much covered the episode. I think we we can both safely say that we we enjoyed it. Yes, 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 very, very. Um, so, shall we leave that there? Yes, I think so. I think that's a good place to leave it because um, obviously we've we've got uh, part two uh, to come next week. Yeah. So, um, yes, let's call that let's call that a day then. So, um, well, hopefully. We'll be back next week with uh, Forest of the Dead, isn't it? Yes. Next one. Um, I suppose this sometime this month we've got to try and fit in an audio commentary as well. Yes. Yes. At um, some point. At some point. Yeah, I'm not too sure we're going to get around to doing that yet. Um, I'm hoping we're going to do one this month. Yeah. Not oh. entirely. Yeah, not entirely. Sure. <laughs> we'll have to, we'll have to uh, get get our uh, get our schedules together here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, th- I think we're okay. Just getting Tony in the same room. Yes. As he's. Uh, Yes, he's always the uh, the the awkward one to 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 get to join in with anything. So uh, okay, right. So let's wrap this up then. So we shall be back next week with Forest of the Dead. So for another week, it's goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. Proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. If you'd like to get in touch with us here at the show, please drop us an email at feedback at who's-he.co.uk and please also visit our website, which is at www.who's-he.co.uk and you can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast.